the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God rewards us for the labor that we do for Him. God made us to grow. Indeed He did. In fact, we are not plastic trees, plastic plants. We're not plushy toys. We're the real deal, designed to grow. And that's what we've been focusing on this week here on Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely, the need for spiritual growth. If you'll join us, we're right here in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. That is where we catch up with our teacher and pastor, Leighton Sheely, with a look at our continuing series through 1 Corinthians, spiritual growth, how God has designed it, and what it should look like. Here's Pastor Leighton now with today's broadcast of Study Verse by Verse. Part of the reason there may have been some divisions and factions was the fact that Paul and Apollos had different jobs. See, Paul was the one who planted the seed. He was the one who founded the church there in Corinth. And Apollos was the one who watered. He was the one who took care of that church and and facilitated its growth. Now, Paul here mentions two kinds of ministry. He mentions uh, uh, planting and and he mentions watering. But the principle really applies to every type of ministry. You see, we have a tendency to perceive uh, some Christian work as being more glamorous or more important than others. Some of us might have been uh, raised to think in terms of, well, the, the preaching guy, he's more important than the worship guy, and the worship guy is more important than the Sunday school teacher, and the Sunday school teacher is more important than the usher, and so on and so forth. But the fact of the matter is that there are no unimportant roles in ministry to God. Every role is important and just as important to God. And the most important role for any one of us should be the one that we have been called to, the one that God has gifted us for. And, and, and just as glorifying one kind of gift above another or one kind of calling above another can be divisive, it, it can be just as divisive as glorifying one leader above another. Now, using these agricultural metaphors, Paul planting, Apollos watering, he observes that God was the one who causes the growth. Neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but God who causes the growth. All of the accomplishment is through the work of God. He continues on uh, in verse 8, Now he who plants and he who waters are one, but each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's fellow workers, you are God's field, God's building. And so he says, he who plants and he who waters are one. One what? One team. One body. Working under one leader towards one goal. To bring people into God's kingdom and see them mature in their faith. They're one. One team. You know, the strength of just about any team is found in the diversity of gifts that are to be found in that team. 
you know, um, to, to field a successful a football team, for instance, you need to have a running back who can run, uh, receivers who can catch, linemen who can block, a quarterback who can throw and lead the team, and so forth. No one can field a successful football team if every player is a quarterback or a lineman or a running back or a receiver. There's a strength that comes with the diversity of gifts on a team. That would also be true of, of a car racing team. If, if everybody on the car racing team was an engineer, then you, you're not going to have a driver that can make the car competitive. And if everybody's a driver, you're not going to have a car that can make it to the end of the race because there's no engineer. There's a strength that comes from a diversity of giftings on a team. We are a team. We are one. We are working towards one goal together under, the, un, under one leader who is Jesus Christ, the head of his church. Amen. Now, Paul says, what does each, each, each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. Each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. Now, think about what Paul just wrote there. Each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. That means that God believes that someone who works should receive a reward. In fact, Jesus often talked about rewards in his messages. One of the parables, for instance, is found in Matthew chapter 25, and it's the parable of the ta talents. Verse 14, it says, Again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last, dividing it in proportion to their abilities. He then left on his trip. Well, the story continues and tells us that the first two servants took what had been given them, and through hard work and diligence, they each doubled their portion. The five became ten, the two became four. But the last servant did no work at all. He just took it and buried it in the ground. And when the master returned, the first two servants were commended, and they were rewarded. But the master reprimanded the third servant. He called him lazy and wicked. And then he commanded in verse 30, cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So laziness will also receive a reward, but it's not the kind of reward any one of us would want to have. It's interesting to note the original language in verses 21 and 23, because they, in the original languages, those verses describe the reward that was given to the servant who was given five talents and the servant who was given two talents. And in the original language, those verses are identical. The one who received five and turned it into ten, and the one who received two and turned it into four received identical rewards. Now, what does that tell us about God's reward system? Well, it tells us that God rewards based on labor and our diligence and faithfulness in labor, not the apparent success of our results. You know, a missionary might 
work overseas for many, many years, and at the end of all of his years and his sacrifice, they have very few converts. And somebody else might start a church in some town, and instantaneously, the converts are happening by the hundreds and thousands. And we might have a a tendency to think that that second person should receive the greater reward. But God doesn't reward based on results. He rewards based on faithfulness and diligence in labor. You know, some people have a tendency to say things like, well, look at the church that Pastor so-and-so has built. He surely is going to receive a rich reward. Well, that's not a biblical perspective at all. Because Jesus said, I will build my church. So if it is a church of Jesus Christ, it's not the church that that pastor so-and-so has built at all. It's the church that Jesus Christ has built. And God should get all of the glory. Each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. Jesus talked about that. In fact, Revelations, it talks about him coming and bringing with him his reward. Now, if we're in Christ, then one of the rewards that we're going to get just by being in Christ is going to heaven. And some people think that heaven is like everybody gets a four-bedroom, 2,500-square-foot suburban house and a Mercedes and a pickup to drive on those gold streets. And everybody gets the same thing. And that's the way some people think about heaven. Now, it might be something different than that, but you catch the idea. But Jesus said, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures here on earth, but lay up for your treasures in heaven, where moth and rust do not corrupt, and thieves do not break in and steal. Well, if we all get to heaven, we're all getting the same thing, then what's the point of sending the treasure ahead of investing in heaven? You see, when you understand that, there are some people who are going to be a little disappointed when they get to heaven. Not, they're not going to be disappointed in the fact that they're in heaven. They're going to be disappointed when they get there. Instead of that mansion, they're going to end up in a studio apartment. And instead of the Mercedes, it'll be a Vespa. But they'll still be happy to get to heaven. Each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. God rewards us for the labor that we do for him. And God made us to grow. So I'm going to invite you right now, if you would, to bow your heads and close your eyes, because I I want to ask you a question. And this is just a question for you and and between you and God. You you don't need to answer to me or someone else. It's just, just for you. But this is the question. Are you growing? Are you growing spiritually? Do you still desire only spiritual milk? Or do you have an appetite for spiritual meat? Are you more mature today than you were a month ago? Or a year ago? Or are you just the same? You're not growing spiritually. Are you growing? Lord, we thank you for your word and how clear it is. You made us to grow physically as well as spiritually. And Lord, we want to grow 
because that's what you desire for us. And we want to grow because we know that by so doing, we can bring honor and glory to you. And so, Lord, we ask you to help us to grow. Help us to overcome our natural tendencies. Help us to overcome our preoccupation with the flesh, with being carnal Christians. Help us to focus on those things that really, truly are eternal. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Well, friend, you've been listening to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands here in San Bruno. As we close out our time together today, we do so as we usually do, leaving you with our email address and our contact information. It really is quite simple. Simply visit the website highlands.us. It's there that you can drop us an email and pick up other information regarding Church of the Highlands in San Bruno and this radio program, Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Again, that's highlands.us, highlands.us. Tomorrow, as we begin to close out the week, we'll do so again in 1 Corinthians, Passing Inspection. We're back in Chapter 3. Join us then for our Friday broadcast of Study Verse by Verse. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.